Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Hey, huge fan. Been following for a while. Just have a quick question. By any chance, are you former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco? For the 170th time, I am not Joe Flacco. This is not Joe Flacco, the podcast. Here with the boys, Doug and Trevor. Make sure, I'm, remo- make sure I'm removing the the uh, intro video from the podcast and not Doug or Trevor. Um, how are we doing, boys? Splendid. Fantastic. <laughs> this is... I mean, in terms of football weekends, this this wasn't the most fun. And I say this as the person on the podcast um, whose quarterback of the future won his uh, second NFL start, um, who, who played very well during it, who kept their playoff hopes alive. Um, and uh, I'm miserable. And and again, my team won. So, gosh, this should be. <laughs> I mean, good news is it was a fucking incredibly crazy week. It was week seventeen, right? Because next week's week eighteen. Yep. Yeah. Um. And uh. Anyways, we we always start with. The Monday Night Football reactions. Uh, Doug, would you like? I mean, did, I, I I don't think at this point you probably have a rant in you, unless it's about Stefanski. No, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. It was a. Uh, it ended up being a meaningless game, so we were just. I was just hoping to spoil. That Ben's raped party, <laughs> celebration of a rapist. <laughs> they I guess we had to going, listen to that. They, <laughs> this guy didn't cure cancer. This guy raped women in bathroom stalls. This the um. The, sit there my, and listen to that. My favorite part was was Greasy was sitting there going. He goes, you know, he was young, he was immature, got into some trouble. But he's matured. <laughs> like, like, this this is what people talk about when they talk about like you know you know for the victims. Right? Like where he's matured, he's learned his lesson. Right. Um, but I'm like, you, you just say the they they couldn't they if they weren't gonna say the thing that they were trying not to say, they shouldn't have just said it at all. But instead, right. he goes, "No, he was immature. He got into some trouble. Like they dealt with the motorcycle accidents the same way they dealt with the rape. Like, eh, immature. These things happen. He's growing up. He's a growing boy. Yeah, you got a stadium full of fucking hillbillies and toothless <laughs> morons dancing around, blowing on their jugs, celebrating fucking Ben Raffelsberger. So what?" I guess my, my first prompt here is how, I guess, without saying bathroom stall or rape, how would we, how are we going to remember 
the Big Ben era? Because I don't, I'm not sure I'm actually going to remember it. Yeah, I got nothing good to say. Like, I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate that guy. Uh, uh, he never lost. I think he never, he never had a losing record. That's, that's pretty impressive. See, that was because I looked it up, and one year he finished 0 and 2 and got hurt. Another year he finished 7 and 8, but the team, I guess, went 8 and 8 oh, or okay. something. Yeah. So, like, that didn't even make sense. Um, I mean, like, he's. Well, let's raped do this. a lady. He raped someone. <laughs> right. What? Um, <laughs> Trevor. Yeah. You had a quarterback drafted the same year as him. Uh-huh. You managed to avoid any any immaturity in in a bathroom, um, except for his, his facial expressions. But yeah, right. Um, I mean, I guess who's who is the quarterback from that class? You've got Rivers, Eli, and Big Ben. Who is the quarterback from that class? Trevor, we'll start with you. Well, let's see. Uh, Eli has two rings. So does Ben. Ben has two. Rivers has none. Right. Can you swap them all to each individual team, and do you still have the same wins and same teams? If Rivers had stayed a giant, does he win those Super Bowls? Does he win more? Does he win less? Right. They're all – I think Ben has more wins, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, he's got the. I mean, Eli finished his career at five hundred, and and Ben's like forty or fifty games over five hundred or something like that. Like his yeah. his winning percentage is is up there. Yeah. Um, I think even Rivers probably finished with a. I wonder what Rivers Rivers ended up winning percentage wise, where he went. But um, I, I guess mean, you I mean, have I, to you have to put Rivers in third. Just because of the you know minus two Super Bowl rings, right? And Ben won more, so I think it would go down in the books as Ben being the class of that draft. And class is a loose term. Doing, that, that word's uh, doing a lot of work there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. He's the <laughs> he was the best. Uh, quarterback statistically from that class in the in the um in going back and they were showing a bunch of big ben from from during his immature days um and i do you guys i i it occurred to me that we are probably going to live long enough for goatees to become a thing again Oh yeah, I mean it's probably like soon. We're it's like within the next five to seven years, like the flavor say the little flavor saver thing's gonna come back, the goatee's gonna come back. It's um and it's gonna start ironically, kind of like mustaches did, you know, the the, in the last twelve months. And then all of a sudden it's gonna be a thing. And we're gonna have goatees again. Like, and I'm talking about outside of like wrestling and NASCAR outside of wrestling NASCAR and places where they still have like tube televisions. Um, like on the coasts on the coast, the goatees are going to like make a comeback here at some point. 
and it's, and it's, it's frightening here in California. Is, is it's frightening. Could could be the uh, could be like Seattle area that might do it. Texas, yeah, Texas yeah I mean, it's like Texas new people coming in, right? All all the the Californians trying to you know fit in and be ironic, start doing the call it the San Antonio mustache or something. Yeah, right. I invented this new mustache. No, no, you didn't. Um, you didn't. Fucking dickhead. It's a, it's a mustache that connects all around my chin. Now, see, yeah. there you you you, uh, you you keep talking and you're, you're getting dumber. Um. Okay. So dude, yeah, go these tease. new jeans—they're they're boot cut. But like Ben had the pencil, had the pencil goatee, which yeah, was, yeah, like the 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 small bang, like flat across the bangs cut with like yeah. the skinny sideburn and the skinny goatee just start real fucking sleazeball yeah yeah you should be doing security outside a really bad strip club <laughs> i mean what's are are there bad strip clubs are there yes <laughs> never have been you been to portland <laughs> <laughs> Um, what's the what's the strip club like in Port? I, I I went to one in Nashville, and that was weird because I had to bring my own thirty rack of Keystone, and because <laughs> because you, you can, and it was just <laughs> and it was just me going to this strip club by myself because I was alone in Nashville for the night and like with a thirty pack. I, the the only thing that was being sold or was like what for whatever reason I had like a thirty rack of Keystone that I walked into the strip club with. This was. Sounds this like a was, pleasant evening. This was when I was working for the addiction facility. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's rich. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, what you here for? Oh, the addiction convention. <laughs> <laughs> alcoholics. Uh, this is Alcoholics Synonymous. Is that is that what we're doing here? Alcoholics. Alcoholics Synonymous. Um, synonymous yes not good. not anonymous but yeah um so yeah so anyway that was that was probably the worst strip club i've been to i can't think of many other many bad ones though i mean portland especially by the airport uh <laughs> you know uh just Cr- portland's got the most I, I think it's got the most strip clubs of any city i believe some kind of stat like that is is it uh, or is it crunchy like is it a lot of armpit hair or is it just kind of this one in particular no uh crunchy in other ways not necessarily the uh you know the portland hipster crunchy gotcha okay. um more of just you strippers know, the... just don't feel like they go together yeah i mean everything merges now though you know there's no just because someone looks a certain way, you, you know, it doesn't mean that's what they are. They could just be, you know, like Carhartt, right? Everybody's wearing Carhartt, and they can't do Carhartt shit, but they're wearing Carhartt gear. You, what the fuck is Carhartt, by the way? Carhartt. Like, what is it? So it, it was more. It was more East Coast. It's, I, I'd say it's the Dickies of the East Coast. Oh, okay. Um, without no, like, without work, like it's the, work gear. It's workwear. Yeah, it's but it's more like outdoor than mechanic. Um, gotcha. Okay. And you know we used to we used to wear them in high school, uh, and then I don't know, 
they're popular again. It's but it's a popular brand again. But it's funny because it's always the only people wearing them are, are fucking hipsters and chicks. And it's like every it's every, every asshole that brings me a pizza these days is wearing a Bass Pro Shops hat. Is that are we in the same way? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of, but it's more. It's in that vein. It's more edgy, I guess. Um, they're they're starting to do like collaborations with other brands, and it's more fashion forward. Um, but you know, Orange County chick, it's seventy out, and she's wearing a fucking beanie. Like that. That's that's the Carhartt stuff. Is um oh a side note? Is it common for pizza places to be closed right now? I saw, you, mean right I, saw now? You, I saw you guys were closed, and then like my local place is closed, and I'm like, what the f- is this uh, a thing? Like the well, first couple is, days of the year, you guys. It, this is the slowest time of the year in the restaurant industry. Um, but it's also, you know, uh, there's this COVID thing going around sure. that's wiping out uh, short-staffed, uh, non-skilled and skilled uh, entry-level work positions all across the country. So it's a difficult time for the industry. Um, yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Kind of. I mean, like, you know, my wife's dealing with the hospital. It's like she had like eight managers fucking call out today. Some shit. All with positive test it's like okay yeah yeah and you know everybody gets a, a cold and then everybody comes back and hopefully that's the end of it but you never know yep. all right um <sighs> anyway portland airport strip clubs gross I don't know. back Shit, to big ben i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna have to <laughs> I'm gonna fly to Portland one of these days. Um, let's, let's clean this up a little bit and get back to the rapist. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he was just immature, Doug. Stop calling it that. I oh. I, saw, I saw on the television program tonight that he was just immature. Um, I, I do love. I, I saw I saw uh, an influx of uh, Deshaun Watson in his Steelers jerseys. I feel yeah. the person that can. Uh, that's good that's i I like that the meme world is healthy it's the the meme world has their head when the meme world is sitting there going like why aren't you guys why aren't you guys noticing this thing we're we're sitting around here everybody's just you know back slapping the guy who's you know paid his way out of multiple sexual assault allegations um the okay so um doug yeah we started, so I got into some trouble on my page. I, I, I took a topic on the podcast at the beginning of the season, and we were talking about quarterbacks that may or may not be on the hot seat if they, you know, didn't fucking have a, have a, have a, have a great season, right? Um, and I put Baker, Daniel Jones, Tua, and Kirk Cousins up there. And I think at the the comments for Baker back then were and I and listen, I like Baker. I would love if if I was of of football size, Baker would be I think a fucking awesome quarterback to have. The guys out there trying to even like lowering injured shoulders for no reason into Steelers like at the end of a, in the fourth quarter of a football game. Like I like the guy. I like how he plays. He's he um, frustrated. Yeah, I bet you know I I don't I I I'd, I'd like a quarterback who gets frustrated. Right? It's like. Uh, being competitive is a good thing. Um, but what do, cause they need to decide whether to pick their, they've already picked up the fifth year option, right? Doug. Yep. Yep. And 
there's going to be several veteran quarterbacks on the supposedly on the market. Um, I mean, what to, what to do, Doug? What 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 are you what are you thinking now in kind of the aftermath of of the Monday Night Football game? Where's where's your head at? I know I know you're a Baker defender, and and uh, I'm. I'm all. I'm of the opinion this is. He's just incredibly banged up, and all this will will fix itself. I mean, the guy was an 80 percent passer in the first two weeks. But um, what? Where are you at? Um. Yeah. I think. I mean, I'd like to see him get another chance, be healthy. We've just been pretty inconsistent. Good year, bad year. Good year, bad year with them kind of thing. So let's see what happens next year. I think he's due for a good one next year. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I mean, there's like what there's if getting Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson's a real possibility, then you got to entertain it, I guess. But I don't really think there's any other quarterback besides those two that I would say is going to be a big improvement that we could get. I mean, who else is out there, I guess? So, I mean, hypothetically, what if Cousins was available? Yeah, I'm good. Sticking with Baker. What yeah. if, um, uh, I'm trying to think. In the in the merry-go-round, right? There's uh, what if Matt Ryan was available? Yeah, I'm good. I'll keep Baker. I think Baker deserves one more year. You I mean, it- so and I was talking about this with Gil. Also, fuck you, Gil. I'm now 0 and 4 in championship games in your league, Doug. Two of, them to Gil, fantasy, two of them to Gil. Two of them to Curran. Get knocked uh, out both leagues last week and then score league highs this week. Ouch. You knocked me out at, at my lowest scoring game of the year. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Uh, we're talking Baker... What to do with him? We're on. Where the fuck? Where the, why? Why have I not been able to like fucking put together a sentence right now? I haven't eaten dinner. That's part of this. So bear eat with something. Me. Um, the the given the giving them the extra years is I get. I mean, they're committed to it, right? So that's not. It's not like. They can get out of paying him the money. They're gonna somebody's gonna pay him that money. That contract is he's either kind of getting Sam Darnold traded, or he's getting another year. But like, oh, what I was talking about with Gill was um, that that harness on his fucking shoulder, like he's been playing with that since week two. Like, yeah. I think you gotta you gotta let this guy like. The follow-up to that, though, is why do you have Case Keenum if if he's this banged up and you've got Case Keenum, who's been to an NFC Championship game, right? Like a serviceable quarterback. Like is 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 beat up Baker like that much better than Case Keenum? Like is Case Keenum like that bad that or that inconsistent that it was worth letting Baker go out there and fucking maim himself for fifteen weeks? I don't know. Where do you stand on the Case Keenum thing, Doug? Yeah, I mean, he's one of the highest paid backup quarterbacks. You'd figure they'd put him in there if there was if there was an issue. Right. 
But uh, I don't know. When I was watching that Broncos game that Keenum played in, like, he made two or three attempts that were, like, 25 yards down the field, and they did not look good. <laughs> okay. So I don't think that guy can get the ball down the field. What's – um, how's Cleveland land – Cleveland land um, feeling about Stefanski these days? Um, if they're feeling like me, they're probably pretty frustrated. Talk about a sophomore slump. Um, he, I don't think he had a good year at all. Play calling, just managing the team in general. Lots of pre-snap penalties. That's the sign of bad coaching. Lots of, uh, I think they had six or seven other losses were within six points. So it's like you're losing all these close games. You lose, you win three of those games. We're in the playoffs. Yep. Um, so it was a rough year for the coaching staff. I think Joe Woods got our defense turned around at the end of the year. Like they, they kind of had a rough start in a couple of those games. The defense played better, but yeah, it's pretty much all on Stefanski and the offense. I mean, on the bright side, Stefanski pretty much single-handedly got T.J. Watt to within you know a sack and a half of the all-time record for a season. So yeah, like. Just singling up the best pass rusher, one of the what top three pass rushers in football, just singling him up with a fourth round rookie. Yeah, over that's, and that's over and works. over again. Right, that's smart. Yeah. So it was um, a rough year for Stefanski. I had a lot of issues with some of the decisions he made, and and just the way the team was handled. We, I don't know, took a big step backwards yeah. as a team, obviously. But who knows? I think so, Baker deserves uh, another year. Yeah, I'm with that. Um. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. 
That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash wire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Okay, I guess the the elephant in the room from the week, the big story from the week was Antonio Brown just kind of rage quitting. In the middle of, in the middle of, a football <coughs> game, which I just, uh, I haven't seen since I was a sophomore on the JV soccer team and took off my cleats mid game in protest. Um, so been there, AB, you and me, buddy. Um, what, uh, is he? You got to think he fucked his Hall of Fame chances right there. Like he could have like strung together another couple of years. He was still really good, like in terms of like fantasy points per game and stuff. He was like top five, except for the fact that he didn't play in every game because he kept getting beat up and stuff. Like the still, still talented. Like there's this awesome like route video of him just cooking one of the Jets cornerbacks on a route, um, like in this game. And uh, and then just rage quits in the middle of it. So, is he going to end up being the best player to ever, best player ever that never makes the Hall of Fame? Is he he's going to be like the Barry Bonds of the NFL? The Pete Rose? Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> certainly a possibility. Um, yeah, I mean. I- I can't I think of any. I can't think of fame. anybody better off the top of my head that isn't in the Hall of Fame, or 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 and and probably won't be. Well, I mean, shit, man. What has it been? Three. Look at the last three years of this guy's life. Isn't it, and it all start three years ago around this time? Yeah. Well, everybody says like since that that hit by perfect that he hasn't been the same. And even just mentioning that since that hit by perfect, he hasn't been the same, like really makes me feel a little icky about being like, Oh, look at the fucking crazy guy. Yeah. It, it, you know, it, it feels so much like CTE. Um, and I think that might be something that, I mean, it's, is it being talked about a lot? I don't hear it, you know, I don't hear the talking heads really talking about it too much. In terms of like saying and, like, hey, he's got CTE? Yeah, like this is what that looks like, everybody. This is what it looks like in a high functioning, you know, uh, uh, still a very capable player um, who can perform at the high, at the highest level. Uh, and you know, this is the morning signs we should be looking out for in 10 years. Is this, you know, this is a, you know, this is, there's a protocol for this behavior. I mean, I think we're past. That's what, that's what it feels like to me. I mean, I, I haven't read anything about, you know, the early Steelers days and, and, you know, how much of a, if he was a handful or if he was, you know, you didn't hear much about that from him at all. He was pretty quiet. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I mean, just to, just from, uh, 
my perspective. It, it just screams CTE. It's, but it could be just a fucking asshole losing it, right? He just—he seems that way, though. He just—he doesn't seem like he has this, you know, alternate personality. It just seems like he's a fucking child. Um. So I don't know. I—I think there's a lot more to unfold from him. It's the—it's the decline in the decision making that is goofy as shit. Right. Yeah. Like for him to have held himself together, like sixth round pick. He lost a million dollars doing that. Right. But I mean, like, and he's lost tens of millions from the last three years. Right. All right. Like, it's not, nothing he's doing is grounded in any logic. Right. Um, and uh there's just no it's it i mean it, it kind of had to end this way though right something like this yeah i mean this is probably the extreme version of it like quitting mid game but it's this is up there right and this isn't like you know vonte davis just being like man i'm fucking over this shit I'm out like this, like, and that was first game of the season, right? Like, and probably a guy who went through training camp who was sitting there going like, you know, what the fuck am I doing out here? I don't fucking like this anymore. goes through a first half of football and is like, yeah, I really don't want to fucking be here anymore. And dips like AB just kind of like got into an argument and decided to just fucking set his career on fire. Cause he's not, he hasn't come out since and said, yeah, I'm fucking done with football or any of this other stuff. Like the Bucks haven't even technically released him. They're still figuring out how to do it. Well, he was um, uh courtside tonight at the Nets game. Was was Kyrie there with him? Maybe they could fucking put their heads together and you know <laughs> solve world hunger. Yeah. Um no, but it's just it's it's it sucks. Like I really liked him as a stealer <laughs> and and he just made himself impossible to root for. I mean that was that was severe fantasy football attraction there. But he was so fucking smooth, so good. Um and uh and and brilliant, the best receiver in football for like four or five straight years. And has not been able to fucking keep keep his mentals in check shit man yeah at the least like that's the and that's like the kindest way to put it like because like people are like why aren't you posting more antonio brown stuff i'm like like everybody's just gonna post the same fucking shit it's gonna be like antonio clown guy setting his career on fire i mean these are the guys i love to fucking roast like just and and it just to me it doesn't seem like that. It doesn't seem like, you know, this is a TO style situation. Is or it isn't seem, is not. Right. Is right. Not. This isn't this, this isn't this, diva this, behavior. This is destructive. This, this is mental health. This is a yeah. mental health problem. Yeah. And not, um, you know, I feel sad. This is this is overt. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's like you you've 
for you to for you to just be sitting here going like Terry Bradshaw got into some trouble because he's like slap a straight jacket on him, send him to a facility, and like the internet was like, okay, chill the fuck out, old man. <laughs> like, um, we're we're a little more tolerant these days. Um, but the if if we can if we can just bring two things together. One, we were talking about Big Ben earlier, and we we were dragging him a couple weeks ago for his inability or unwillingness to kind of police his locker room and you know get the you know the the claypools of the line of the of the team kind of rallied around a common goal and shit like that um and how you know and and, and how he really callously and carelessly would like call out AB for instance for like hey you know we would have won the game if AB had run a better route you know that type of shit and then you you balance that with the Im- impossibly empathetic um, uh, video that or answer that Brady gave, like right after the game, um, about a guy that just quit on his team, like quit the team mid game, and Brady yeah. and Brady gets on there. He's like, basically does the. Hey, we don't know what everybody's going through. We love him. We hope he gets help. Like, does all that stuff. Um, he says that he he did that. He delivered that message loud and clear in the most subtle way possible. Exactly. Right. right. He's saying that there's he's got he's got some shit, guys. Like, and it's and and the the gap I think between you know that's. That's why nobody fucking breaks up with Tom Brady and starts trashing him in the fucking in the press, right? Like it's um you know, it's like that's why Brady doesn't have a line of guys behind, you know, out there, you know, willing to talk to any reporter that they can about, you know, what a piece of shit he is. Um it's cuz Brady gets this part of the leadership stuff. Um Yeah. I mean, there's a reason these guys go to him. Right. And and I'm 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 he probably honed his skills on Randy Moss. I mean, shit, man. He had he had practiced before that. I mean, like Corey Dillon, right? Corey Dillon was a cancer, a quote unquote cancer in in Cincinnati, and he goes to the Patriots, and they end up, yeah. you know, has a great career with him. Um, yeah. I mean, it and um, and again, I ran, ran, you know Randy and and AB, right? There's nowhere close. I mean, I guess like, I mean, not even Odell is anywhere close to where Antonio Brown is right now. Like there's a no. difference between diva behavior and being obnoxious. Right. There's a difference between Chase Claypool and what Antonio Brown's going through. Yeah. Um, immaturity versus instability. Right. That's perfect way of putting it. Anyways. Um, yeah, I think, I think we'll see a lot. I think this is a drama unfolding. And uh, maybe not too soon, but down the road, we're going to see some shit with him, I think. Do we see him one more time? Uh, I mean, well, he's already burned through the Raiders, which seemed like the organization that would get him. He's already gone to the, you know, the the home of disgruntled players and, and Tom Brady and, and the Patriots. Well, the Patriots only right? cut him because of... The, the what was there was like a sexual assault thing that didn't happen with the Patriots, but it happened well before. Right. Yeah, and, it came out. 
like after it the game, just happened to game come out doesn't. after he signed with the Patriots and otherwise the Patriots. And cause like, I, I guess Brady was trying to hang on to him. Um, yeah. And, uh, and that's, you know, again, that's why Brady tried bringing him, bring him, bring him over there to end up bringing him to, to Tampa Bay. Um, but I feel like, and this isn't like any kind of fucking reverse jinx or anything else like that. Like if Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll were to stay together, that that might be a good spot for him because it's like Pete's a very sensitive player coachy guy. Russ has his own, you know, he's, he's not going to get run over by he's Mr. Unlimited. He's not going to get run over by AB's bullshit. They've already got some other good receivers there. They don't need him. So if he's acting out, they they've got, you know, there's, there's reason to get rid you know, there's, there's, the safety net of being able to get rid of him without hurting the team too much. Um, and I don't know how many other organizations like that, but like Arians always felt like this was a forced marriage. This was Brady telling Arians, Hey, we're going to get this guy. I want him. And cause Arians was like, don't need him. Don't want him. We're good. You know, what do I need this guy for? I've got fucking Evans and Godwin. And Brady was like, no, I want to, th- I like throwing to this guy, go get him. Um, and so when there was a little spark, right, they win a championship and then the, the, uh, the fake vaccine card, and then two games after the fake vaccine card, him and Arians basically get into it on the sidelines and basically get thrown off the team mid game. Um, anyways, it's, uh, but he's, uh, yeah, he'll be 34 years old, you know, next year by the time the season starts. No one's taking a chance on a 34-year-old Antonio Brown. His window is closed. Like, are you you're like a, a thousand percent sure? Yeah, I would be. I, it's like that's what I'm saying. I think I, I can maybe. I, I, there aren't like he's he's he's. It's got to be a veteran quarterback with a with a super player friendly, like sensitive, touchy feely coach, like like Carroll. Like Seattle's like the only team I can think of. But I mean, the guy just caught ten balls for like 120 yards eight days ago. Like he's still good, um, and that's the problem. Like one of the the great quotes that I I don't know who to attribute this to, but you know, if Hannibal Lecter ran a four three, we'd call it an eating disorder. Um, you know, like that's one of the great quotes <laughs> about just how forgiving, uh, you know, NFL teams are for this shit. So, athletes in general but yeah yeah I mean, we're, we're talking um, about celebrating we're talking about celebrating big ben here right, right? exactly this is yeah yeah like you play long enough and you get to you know you start out the villain and you die the hero um like like jake paul um jake paul. fight the good fight uh, right um <laughs> I don't have a seven-layer nachos this week. So if you guys can, if you guys think of one mid-podcast and we can just tangent the fuck out for... I mean, for, are we, are we, I mean, we already got, we already got two of seven for, you know, if, if they weren't athletes would be in jail. <laughs> um, Jesus. We got this, Ray Lewis as a three. This Ray Lewis uh, killed a guy. Ray Lewis killed a guy. All right. <laughs> Didn't you kill a guy? Still you, might wanna lay, you might want to leave. You, yeah, I think Brick killed a guy with a trident. Where'd you get the trident? <laughs> you might want to lay low for a while. 
Um, Jesus. Okay. Um, well, the the four, I don't think the 49ers make the playoffs. Like the 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 that's it's the worst segue I've ever done, but I'm just gonna jump right into it. But I don't think the 49ers make the playoffs. This season. they have to win, right? It's 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 in their hands. It's a win they, or losses. They have to beat the Rams on the road. Um, yeah, which they do. They've this would be the sixth straight time that they've beat the Rams if they were to beat them. Um, or the Saints need to lose to the Falcons. So if you're just looking at the Vegas spreads, then and and the game goes the way Vegas is expecting the game to go, then uh, the Saints will get the last playoff spot because they will beat the the Niners will lose the Niners are uh, giving up five points to the Rams, the Saints are favored by five points against the Falcons, some shit like that. So. If the game breaks the way Vegas expects it to, those two games break the way Vegas expects it to, then the Niners will be home for the playoffs. And I will be sad. That's crazy um, to me. The Saints are going to make have a chance still. Right. The, like somehow we're going to end up with a like Taysom Hill playing a playoff game instead of potentially Trey Lance. Like if the NFL's rigged, they need to, they need to fucking step up and do it now. Like yeah. Fucking, you know, throw one for your boy here, right? You fucking, do you think I got a top two fifty fucking podcast in Brazil? So, so I can't throw my weight around, huh? 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 You want to try yeah. me, NFL? Um, did you guys see any of the Trey Lance stuff? Any highlights? Game? You mean the, the, like how he played? Just yeah, anything from the Niner game. I mean, it's there. There's there's only six teams that are still available. There's only the only two teams from the NFC that can still make the playoffs are the Saints and the and the Niners. We'll get to the AFC in a second. But uh yeah, Trey Lance. I mean, it was the Texans, but he looked really good. Does does he look does he throw like Kaepernick or is that just me? No. He's got he's his his motion's a little long. He throws the ball hard as shit. Like so, if you yeah. mean like like Kaepernick like that, but he doesn't have that kind of like hard to hard to look at motion that Kaepernick had. Where Kaepernick, just, like, I guess I'm, it, it might just be a lanky arm throwing hard. Uh, it might just be that. But I mean, is he a lefty? No, he's a right. Kaepernick always looked like he was throwing a javelin. Um. Yeah. And and had a fucking cannon, right? Um, sure. And was a you know borderline sixty percent passer. Like he was, you know, as again a a good quarterback. Um, but Trey Lance is he's got a he's got a a loop in his delivery. Like it it's it's long. Like it starts out by his hip and then comes out and and then he he flings along. It's not. You know he's not keeping it up by his ear the whole time, and and it's this you know mechanically he's not Peyton Manning, um, but they're working on that, you know, um, but fuck, can he throw the ball hard? And uh, stupid, he threw a stupid interception, um, but I'm used to that, so that's good. 
and but otherwise looked really fucking good like really good um and like i know it's the texans but he had he had the fourth best game of anybody against the texans this year in terms of passer rating like better than josh allen better than russell wilson the texans have played all the other rookie quarterbacks they've played trevor lawrence twice zach wilson um did i say trevor lawrence right trevor lawrence twice zach wilson they've played mac jones and they've now played Trey Lance. So they played four of the five first-round quarterbacks. And Trey Lance had the best game by passer rating of any of them. Um, so, you know, I'm I'm hopeful. Like, the Niners are going to be a fucking problem next year. A fucking problem next year. That's good. That's great. Yeah. They I'd really good. like them to make the playoffs this year, though. Yeah. I mean, imagine them staying healthy. Right? I mean, hey. you know, he's, he's he's played two games and he's left hurt in one of them. So, you know, we're not off to the best start in that regard. Um, but the uh, but the Niners are going to be a fucking problem next year. They're going to, you know, they're going to end up with $25 million of extra cap room from getting rid of, from trading or, or cutting Jimmy. And um, uh, that's going to be hopefully put to use on our secondary. Um, but I mean, it's like, they're going to, they're going to have, they're going to have cap room. They're going to have a young quarterback in a second year in the system. And they've got, they've still got George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Brandon, Ayuk, Trent Williams, Fred Warner, Dre Greenlaw, Z's Al Shire, whoever else is on the D line with Nick Bosa. Um, and, uh, then they just got to fix the secondary. It's gonna be a problem next year. Like, did I? I'm, I feel very optimistic, like very fucking optimistic. So, I'm sorry, Trey Lance, you just tore your ACL. You probably you just don't know it yet. <laughs> you poor bastard. Well, I mean, you started by saying you don't think you make the playoffs, and I think you were on I, the right. I don't think we make the playoffs this year. Like, I think, I think being, I think the Rams are gonna be so fuck. Like, because the Rams need this win to clinch home field in the first round. So they I mean, need Cliff's got to get it together once, right? They need the, the Cliff's got to beat I don't know who the Cliff's got to beat the Seahawks and McVay's got to beat Shanahan. Um those two things don't always happen real well. Um Right. So, but like I just can't imagine like the Niners beating the Rams six times in a row sounds like fantasy land shit to me. Like just absolute fantasy land shit to me. The 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 thing about the Rams though is that they're they're not great against the run. They're like bottom five in the league against the run. The Niners do their thing on the ground. And they've got everybody healthy. Um but they just have that. They might have a rookie quarterback or Jimmy with fucking a sprained thumb. Um, and we might need some actual, but there were some fucking throws that Trey Lance made, dude, that like that whole, like these were throws that Jimmy Garoppolo wouldn't have made. Like Jimmy, he, he passed up checkdowns to like gun it into the guy at the second level. And it was fucking cool. So I'm gonna miss Jimmy, but man, we're going to be fucking good next year. Still don't think we're making the playoffs though this year. I think we lose a close one to the Rams 
and uh, and the Falcons do not beat the Saints. There's no fucking way. So I'm sad. It could happen. I mean, sure, it could happen, but I'm. I mean, the 538 has it at a 60% chance, which is probably just the Niners have a 30% chance of being the Rams. The Falcons have a 30% chance of beating the Saints. So add those together and you've got 60%. It doesn't mean that it's fucking likely. I don't know. Yeah. That, that might be how percentages work. Who's, who's, who's starting for the Saints? Probably T- fucking... T- T- yeah, Tebow with a Y. <laughs> and, the, yeah, I mean, the Falcons... When, have they beat the Falcons all season? Uh, it doesn't matter. When the Falcons and Saints play, man, you just throw the records out the window. That's what I'm saying, but, like... I don't know. I mean, that that game's a toss up for sure, especially with that fucking Saints team. And the Falcons, the Falcons have shown are, some like glimmers of hope. Their, I mean, their their record is better than their their team. Like all the oh, advanced yeah. all the advanced shit on the Falcons is absolutely atrocious. Um, I mean, just like just like they, the Giants, that record is way better than the team. <laughs> do you? Do you? I I was looking up some goofy shit. I was Ugh. looking up Mike Lennon. Well, the I, neck, I, yeah, I, the neck, the neck is hurt. So, uh, <laughs> so I We're... I looked up. Um, <coughs> oh, oh, hey now, big fella. I, I knew that he'd had a bad game, and I wasn't quite prepared for him to have a a twenty four yard passing game. His first two plays. The first two offensive plays of the game were turnovers. It was a pick and a strip sack. Yeah, the result of the touchdowns. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. So I wasn't prepared for him to only have 24 yards passing. Silver Um, lining, though. Saquon had a uh, Saquon had a hundred yard game. That's nice. Good for good for Saquon. Right. Um. Just so we just so he could get paid. What what I didn't realize though was that uh, Mike Glennon actually has more vertebrae than he had passing yards this week. Yeah, um, uh huh. You, you a normal person has thirty three vertebrae, so even a normal person has more vertebrae than Mike Glennon had passing yards. There was something else I looked up though. Um, I looked up all of the games where the starting quarterback had less than 25 yards 25 yards or less passing and threw like at least 11 passes um the giants have done that in like back-to-back weeks because jake Fromm got hurt he started and then he got hurt i think and Mm -hmm. so he started the game he's healthy this week he had 25 yards passing glennon didn't even get to that mark he only had 24 yeah, 25 um, on how many attempts? What's that? On how many attempts? Glennon had 24 on 11. Fromm had... I'll look it up. But it was bad. So then I started scrolling. Because I was looking for... If this had ever happened before, where two teammates in the same year threw for less than 25 fucking yards... Um, and 
It has happened before. The Lions did it in 1967. That was that's how long it's been since two teammates have started games, obviously for the same team, and thrown for 25 or less yards as starters. That's so much worse because of the way football was played then, too. <laughs> They'd have like 11 attempts all game. They probably won those games. So it's been 54 years. 67? I said 67. So what is this? 121 minus 67. Yeah, 54 years since teammates have thrown for have, have where each teammate has less than 25 yards passing in the start. Uh Fromm had 25 yards on 12 attempts. Oh, so it was worse. Huh. <laughs> no, yeah, on and all my, my, my on minor, 17 my attempts. Minor. I read that wrong. <laughs> 17. 17 attempts. Wow. Oh, my my God. mild enthusiasm for Joe Judge went completely out the fucking door too with that press conference. Did you watch it? No, just snippets of it. But he's got he's got Corvette energy all day with that shit. He's he's like borderline unhinged a little bit. Yeah, it looked like it. Doug, did you see any of the Joe Judge stuff? I just saw just the highlight. Yeah, just the highlights, and it was it was weird. Bill Barnwell on Twitter did a deep dive on every player that wasn't because one of Joe Judge's big things was I've got yeah. guys calling me, telling me that they want to be here and they're making more money somewhere else. So Bill Barnwell, who I fucking love from ESPN, was like, "All right, bet," <laughs> and basically did a forensic deep dive into everybody that's no longer on the giants that was, was with them last year, what they're making now versus what they were making last year and narrowed it down to nobody fucking fits that description. Not a single fucking guy fits that description that used to be on the well, giants maybe, and is making more maybe now than he was maybe last Maybe it wasn't year. last year. Maybe it wasn't last year. Maybe it was like Michael Strahan or something that wants to come back. <laughs> Michael Strahan, he's making more yes, money. He's, he's making, making more way money. more money from Good Morning America than he yeah. is. Right, and he wants to play, and he wants to play. So maybe that's it. That counts. <laughs> well, I mean, playing for the Giants is is like way more adventurous than going to space at this point. So, and Michael uh, it's, it's more risky. Yeah, it's it's more risky. I mean, maybe not on defense, but yeah. Um. Well, I mean, we grew. I grilled Doug on the Baker thing. Are you are you done with Judge at this point? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, okay. I, I won't say done, but you know, there's got to be a pretty fucking sharp 180 happening. Yeah, I mean, they're they're gonna. I mean, ever yeah, I since mean, they ever since they said we're bringing back, um, Glennon yeah, and Judge. Or they're bringing and back Daniel. Judge and Daniel Jones. Like uh-huh. they've they've. They've thrown for like 135 yards in two games. Yeah. Like combined, and they can't even. They couldn't even beat the Bears to get a better draft pick. It's like, oh, are they are they tanking? No, because actually, if they won, they would have moved up. Oh, because don't the Giants have their draft pick? The Bears, yes, and it's contingent, right? So they lost a, a, that Bears. They dropped a position. <laughs> 
with that loss. Well, I mean, one of them had to. One of them had to win the game, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> not, not like the twenty-four year, twenty-four yards passing in a game. We still would have kept the fifth if we had won, but we would have gotten the seventh, and now we have the eighth. I believe that's that's how it goes. Well, you guys need Doug Peterson to come in and get you the sixth pick. I guess. Like really fucking tank. Exactly. Yeah, you guys just aren't tanking right. I mean, if if Gettleman. I, yeah, I don't know. And and then the gentleman's not coming back, is he? I mean, they haven't said anything about it. And when you keep your head coach and starting quarterback, you know, I don't know. This is a fairly depressed podcast. It like, is. Yeah. This, is, there's not future, a lot of good future. news floating around here. I mean, you're the one with the future there, buddy. And, and of course, you're the one that's, you know, you're going to be a 12 win team. Be like, yeah, I just don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't think they're that good. I mean, so, we watched the game and it ended with the whole stadium chanting, thank you to a known rapist. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. Oh, man. I hate that guy. You know what I hate? Oh, here. There's there's first one thing I love, and then I just I need to kind of cathartically get rid of some fucking fantasy football mojo. Um if so the Colts are win winning in and they play the Jaguars in Jacksonville. The only problem is the Colts have not won in Jacksonville in seven years. What? Jim Harbaugh was still the coach of the 49ers when the Colts last won in Jacksonville. It was 2014. Does that melt your fucking brains or what? That's crazy. Yeah, it's not good. So that's going to end though. <laughs> they're not going to they're winning that game. You I mean you got to think but, I mean, yeah. everybody swore to me that fucking Carson Wentz was out there winning games for the Colts. And then he just – Carson Wentz it up. The only thing made him look good was a 45-yard t- t- touchdown that he threw through the hands of two fucking Raiders cornerbacks. Um, so, if the Colts were to lose, though, here is my favorite scenario. The Raiders and Chargers would both make the playoffs. They play each other. The Raiders and Chargers do. They would if the Colts lose, the Raiders and Chargers would both make the playoffs if they tie. Say that one more time. If the Colts lose. Yeah. The Raiders and Chargers play each other. The Raiders and Chargers if they tie this week and the Colts lose, the Raiders and Chargers would both advance. But if one of them wins, then the other one doesn't advance. Right. And so that would mean like either the Colts or the Steelers would get in. I'm kind of rooting for a fucking tie. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather see those two teams in there than I'd really put a stamp on the season. Steelers or Ravens. 
Uh, the, the Ravens are out, right? Yeah. The Ravens are the Ravens are out. Let me pull up this fucking New York Times thing. This thing was fucking fun. Um. He yeah. If the if the if the Raiders and and Chargers tie, then um and the Colts lose, then it's a uh, um. The Raiders and Chargers both advance. So what like for the the Steelers right now have a nine percent chance. So they're gonna have to win. Even winning this week gets them to a twenty percent chance. So then they'd need the they'd need the Jaguars. Steelers win, Jaguars win, and the Steelers are in. Is basically how that works. I guess unless the Ravens or the Raiders or Ravens um the Chargers or Raiders tie. God, this is going to be so much fun, except for the fucking Niners not making the playoffs. And you know what the things is going to hurt the worst about the Niners not making the playoffs is that I fucking noticed that goddamn Rodgers thing where if Rodgers beats the Niners in the regular season, they don't make the playoffs. And that is also looming in my head right now that I had to go find that. I had to fucking think it up, research it, do the graphic, and then it's going to actually fucking come true again. That's... That's the part that just that's the chef's kiss part of all this. So the Niners could win and still knock it in, right? No, Niners are winning in. Oh, okay. Well they control their own destiny in that regard. So win your game, you get to make the you win the game and you get to fucking you get to you get in. Um, okay. So it doesn't matter if the Saints win. Right. It's the the Saints losing only matters if the Niners lose. And they all play at the same time, which is horseshit. I would much rather not have to watch two games at the same time. It's like I'm gonna watch the Niners anyways, but now you're gonna make me watch the fucking Saints Falcons on a fucking like tiny screen as well. Fuck you. <laughs> Dick faces. Just win. God beating the Rams for a sixth time would be fucking glorious. Yeah, because there's something like everybody talks about the Sean McVay coaching tree when he's just a branch off of Shanahan's tree. Like Shanahan was the one that fucking dragged McVay around every job. Yeah, they both worked for Mike Shanahan, who worked for fucking Bill Walsh. So. Or work for Seifert in '94, who worked for Bill Walsh. It's all Bill Walsh's fucking tree. It's not the Sean McVay tree. It's all fucking get a grip here. Just a little fucking branch. But like the yeah. Zach Taylors and the Lafleurs and stuff like that. These are all the guys that fucking Shanahan fucking had under his wing. Now anyway, I'd like fucking Shanahan needs to get his respect in regards to coaching trees. But granted, none of these guys have won a goddamn thing. So, um, I guess let's segue there. Mike Lafleur, Matt Lafleur, Matt Lafleur, Lafleur, Lafleur. There's all this like social media fucking heat, social media heat around. Matt LaFleur needs his needs his flowers. He needs his LeFleur. 
Um, he needs his 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 propers. He needs his props because he's back to back to back seasons with thirteen wins, and nobody's ever done that before. And blah 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 blah. And I just keep going back to, yeah, but you haven't like that's great and all, but go win a Super Bowl. That's great and all, but go for the it Super on Bowl. Fourth, go for it on fourth and eight in the NFC Championship game. To Do get that. to the Super Bowl. Yeah. To get to the Super Bowl. Do that. Um anyway, I'm not I'm not buying that I oh god, if the Niners can just make if the Niners can just make it to the playoffs. Yeah, you're going up against Mike McCarthy, a banged up Bucks team, Cliff Kingsbury, um a Packers team that you can run on. Um well, a Rams team, here. an Rams Eagles team, team we've already well. beaten, and a Rams team we've already beaten. Like, I'm not saying the fucking NFC is wide open if the Niners make it, but like, Doug, I mean, you said a couple weeks ago, Niners are not exactly a team you want to fucking fuck with. I think in the playoffs, yeah. Especially if Trey Lance is like actually good this year. If he's actually good this year, holy shit. God, guys, here I'm getting excited. We, we're not doing that on this podcast. Morose. We're down. We're <laughs> upset. No enthusiasm. Fuck. I'm not doing it. It's not what we do around here. Not this podcast. No. Go not fucking, this week. Go listen to Pat McAfee. You want happy people. Yeah. Cram that up your cram hole. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there were other games this week. But like, oh, fuck fantasy football, by the way. Just fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck fantasy football. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I thought we did that already. No, I mean, you did it a little. But like, I listen, I'm in Doug in your league. 13 years we've been doing this fucking league. I make the playoffs 12 years I'm doing everything right. Right? We're not going to talk about that one year. No big deal. Uh, I make the uh, I make the top three eight times. I'm 0-4 in the finals. Nobody's made the playoffs more than me in that league. Nobody has more top three finishes than me in that league. I'm sitting here, and I'm 0-4 in the finals. This is supposed to be a coin flip. Fantasy football is supposed to be luck. Why Why can't I get lucky one time? You know who I went up against this week? Rashad Penny. Rashad Penny. <laughs> San Diego Rashad State, baby. Penny. And Amon Ross St. Brown. 67 points between the two of them. And there you have it. I lost a game this week where and this this just shouldn't this just shouldn't fucking happen. Like we went in, we were we were it was 50-50. It was a complete coin flip of a game according to ESPN. And then my kicker outscored him by 14. And my defense outscored him by 11. That should have been enough. Who was your kicker? 
Prater Jesus. versus Zerline. I started the Tennessee defense. I had the Chargers defense in there. I go, you know what? No. I don't think the Dolphins are very good. I just saw what the Titans defense did to an elite quarterback in Jimmy Graham, and they're going to feast on Tua. And you know what they did? 15 fantasy points. Beat the beat the Bucks, who were facing the Jets by 11. In the slot, I had Chase Edmonds versus Zeke. Chase Edmonds wins that by 9.2 points. Tight end is a is a is a wash. Who gives a shit? I've got Gerald Everett there. But I've got Antonio Brown, who does 5.6 points. Tyreek Hill, who does 10 points. Justin Jefferson, who fucked Kirk Cousins, by the way. And you're no vaccine having ass. Sean Mannion is awful. That was and it that was maybe some of the worst quarterbacking I've ever seen. They didn't even it just makes you wonder how bad Kellen Mond is. Right. That, did, did you guys see Zimmer just fucking ether Kellen Mond today? Yeah. I see him every day. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you want to see Kellen Mond? No. Why don't you want to see Kellen Mond? I see him every day. Just I just want the ether the ether beat behind that. Fuck Kellen Mond. <laughs> you know mustache having. <coughs> oh, it's so fucking good. I hope I hope Zimmer doesn't become a defensive coordinator in the fucking NFC West next year. He was the focus of a big fucking nepotism article. That I was reading yeah. today. Like, he made his kid the co-defensive coordinator. And, like, <laughs> all his kid does is call plays in practice. And, like, the other co-defensive coordinator is, like, a 45-year veteran. It's, like, one in high school, college, in the NFL. And, like, just to, just to make things a little fucking, you know, to, to when things started to be like, hey, what the fuck's going on around here? They, like slip the the other guy the um uh the assistant head coach role to kind of elevate him a little bit above the whiz kid um anyways but you know for a terrible fucking defense it's a interesting story um (laughs) nepotism is a huge problem and it should definitely stop now that i have kyle shanahan coaching my team yeah everything all the nepotism after this is terrible my nepotism is awesome. Way out of line. Way out of line. All right. Um, I think that's all I got from this week. You guys, you got any 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 nits to pick before we get into the hockey stuff? I got nothing. Nice season, Browns. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about uh, T.J. Watt being a sack away from Strahan's record? The game <laughs> yeah, it's uh, uh, Stefanski and TJ Watt teamed up to make that happen today. What did they get? Five sacks today. It's gross. Four, four or five. At least four. I know it was four. Might have been five. I'm just. But yeah, TJ Watt. Did do, do Giants fans? Do Giants fans look on that record, that Strahan record, with any kind of fondness, knowing that 
it was handed to him by Brett Favre. But Brett Favre gave it to him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we do. But it definitely like, takes the you know it takes the edge off a bit because it was it was obvious. Yeah, it was terrible. That was terrible. Brett Favre sucks. Um, all right. I, you know what I did again this year? I I try and watch. I watch one hockey game a year, and it's always the, I always try and watch the Winter Classic. Um, and I forgot about it this year. And then I saw all the pictures with like all these fucking mountain men with the fucking ice in their face and beards and shit. And I'm like, ah, God, that would have been fucking cool. So it's a really cool game to watch on, on, uh, on the HD, on the old HD TV. But alas, it wasn't important enough for me to watch, but that brings us to Doug. Would you? Well, Doug, Doug, given how you're feeling, that was a very professional hockey, uh, Trevor's hockey corner intro. I appreciate that. Hated every second of it. Uh, he's just the he's a consummate professional that always performs. Thank you, Doug. <laughs> we still don't have hockey. We're, we're not. Nobody's playing hockey right now. Uh, yeah, they are. They just did the Winter Classic. Oh yeah, that's right. Re- wait, hold on. For real? <laughs> I just I just said I just said I missed the hockey game. There was pictures online of people playing hockey. How did I miss I be- that? I, I believe there was hockey. I don't God, think they, so. If, did they, was it just like a, was it a scrimmage that they were taking pictures of? Hockey. I was I, I not watching hockey and I actually don't know what hockey looks like after all these years? <laughs> was it just three <laughs> girls making snow angels and I got all confused? Yeah, there was. I'm sorry. They did play uh, the Winter Classic on New Year's. So that was that. But I don't believe the regular season. 